0: Bob Vandergrift, were you a Jones, were you a George Jones fan at all?
1: <laughs> no, not so much. Little uh, no different type of musical taste.
0: <laughs> well, now wait a minute, Bob Vandergrift, Houston Top Fuel winner. <laughs> you can't drop that on the table. What are your musical tastes? <laughs> Ooh.
1: Man, I like a little bit of everything, but uh, I'm a little more, uh, you know, towards a little bit more hip-hop and uh, a little R&B stuff.
0: Bob Vandergriff is like, you don't know one hip-hop band, Bob Vandergriff.
1: Dude, Neo is my next-door neighbor.
0: (laughs) Take that, Statman. Busted. (laughs) Damn. Your next-door neighbor. next-door to me. Oh. So when they have the uh, the community barbecues, you go out and do a little freelance rapping with him?
1: Yeah, we just get out there. I mean, he's a pretty talented guy, man. So um, we've seen him actually racing uh, Pomona. Uh, they left us tickets, him and his wife. And my wife and I went out and sat in the front row and hung out with him and actually his wife and Rihanna. So I, I, I that's the kind of way I roll, man. How
0: about that? <laughs> yeah. Bob Vandegrift, the I love Liana it. Forever. Now, that's a whole other frame of reference for, for Bob Vandegrift. Well, let's make the introduction official. Top Fuel winner from Houston. Now here in the Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios, Bob Vandegrift. And we just got schooled on hip-hop and rap, Statman, from the guy that just went 320 miles an hour and got himself a win. Yeah, well, you know, you got you to gotta have a little bit, you got to be grounded. And it sounds like Bob Vandegrift <laughs> is grounded.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he tries to be a, he tries to be
0: bob vandergriff with your win this afternoon was this a surprise win for you or, or going in this morning after the deluge saturday afternoon there in houston did you think you had a chance to win this damn thing
1: well i'll tell you when i realized i might have a chance to win it is the uh, first round we did the burnouts and i came to a stop and looked down at the racetrack and it looked like the parking lot from the supermarket out there uh i realized it was going to be a driver's race and a you know uh, even playing field for everybody it wasn't going to be one of those races where you just pull your dart back as hard as you can and send it you know uh, it was going to be a little bit more of a finesse race and a little bit more of a driver's race so I knew at that point we had a good chance and if we could just keep going down the race track, we had a chance to win it
0: that's what Cruz Pedregon was talking about funny car winner from Houston he said this is, he said. Normally, he's on offense, where he's going out there to just beat the bejesus out of people. But Houston, he was on defense, just trying to protect it. Is that is that kind of what where you're coming from? Yeah, that was the
1: mentality. I mean, the racetrack. I mean, they, they did the best they could. But I mean, I don't think I've ever seen so much rain in my life uh, as we had yesterday here. I mean, it was just. It started raining and it never stopped, and it rained so hard you couldn't see five feet in front of the column the way back to the hotel, Damn. and then it was followed by the hail and more rain, and I, I was surprised we even ran the race. I figured with the parking lots as muddy as they were and the pits as bad as it was, there was no way to park any of the fans or the spectators, but they hung in there, and I heard people were out there two hours trying to get into the place to park, but uh, by the end of the day, we had a great crowd, and it uh, turned out to be a great race, and for, to win in front of my hometown sponsor, uh, they're based in Houston, all three of their companies, and uh, we had 700 guests in the hospitality area over the weekend, you couldn't write it. If you'd have written a movie in Hollywood they'd have said, yeah, right. Like that could happen. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Bob Vandergriff is you had all those people to entertain. I guess that's what you did during that rain delay on Saturday or what, I mean, what do what do you do in a rain delay? Yeah, we just sat around. It's funny. We always talk about the C and J people. They can have a, they can have a good time wherever they go. It was almost like the race was a secondary function for those guys all getting together and just having a big party. So, uh, They could entertain themselves. We sat around and just watched it rain. Uh, Started the car up, made it rain some more. Took it up to the starting line, made it rain some more. (laughs) Dragged it back to the pits and just sat there. So just one of those days where everybody had to sit around. It was tough on everybody. But, uh, you know, today when we woke up and the sun was out, you know, we were pretty optimistic. And uh, like I said, in front of all those people, the support they had, it it was just a great day. But, Bob, talk about how that's got to be stressful, too. I mean, first of all, entertaining them when it's raining, you kind of run out of conversation after a while, and then sticking with the day-to-day, going round after round after round, when suddenly you can't talk to them. You have a job to focus on. Stress has to enter that equation somewhere. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a full-time job. Like I said, I've hit the wall right now. I'm out celebrating with my team right now, having a team dinner for all three of my teams that we had at this race. So we've got 30 or 40 guys that are having dinner, and I just hit the wall. I just... I finally ran out of energy when I was sitting there. So uh, it's a tough day. You've got to be on all day long trying to, uh, you know, smile, take pictures with everybody, sign autographs, and then go, oh, yeah, i got to go jump in that race car. So uh, you really got to have your priorities. And uh, I usually take about that 10 minutes right before it's time to get in the car to kind of get my, you know, my focus and uh, get in the car so nobody can bother me and I kind of concentrate on what I'm doing. But uh, as a team owner, about 10% of what I do is get to drive this race car. It's the other 90% unless let go down the racetrack. So always got to keep that in mind.
0: Bob Vandergriff joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits, top fuel winner from Houston. Do people realize the significance for the finals in top fuel and in Funny Car that no John Forrest, no Don Schumacher car was in there?
1: Yeah, that's great. And, uh, uh, you know, I think the fans like that, uh, where you don't see those cars in the final, uh, give everybody else a chance. And, you know, we're building a program over here now um, with the Clay Milliken team and with the JRPO team that we brought up this weekend. It's, uh, we're not there yet, but we're gaining on those guys. And uh, I'm sure towards the middle of the season and or towards the end of the season, we're going to be on a pretty even playing field with those guys to be able to compete with them head up.
0: Hey, Bob, you've hit the wall. We're going to go let you hit the beers, all right?
1: <laughs> well, I've had a couple of sprites. i got a bunch of kids with me. Uh, i got my wife and uh, my 13-year-old daughter, my 2-year-old son, and my 6-month-old son. So, uh I'm on the Sprite kick
0: tonight. Well, it sounds like you might need, to, might need to be sniffing a little bit of glue here in a minute or two. <laughs> hey, Bob, thanks for taking time out and coming to the Freak Nation, man. Congratulations, bro. Well,
1: thanks for having me, and I uh, appreciate it.
0: You got it. Bob Bandergriff, top fuel winner from Houston. H-Town joining us here in the Speed Freaks pit. man, Neo. Can you believe just schooled, yeah. Just schooled our ass, didn't he? Yeah, got it, it, it ended all of that conversation right away.